to you guys. It's your girls E and K. We're currently in different locations, so you might be able to tell a smidge, but we have a cool podcast coming for you. We have a special guest, Giancarlo Stanton, later on. (laughs) Emily's hype. I'm hype too. I don't, I didn't know, I don't know baseball players, but like. You want to know what she doesn't know? (laughs) We were talking about home runs and she was like, when Barry Bonds was coming up on your granddad's record. Um, I didn't understand, like, why was that such a big deal? Like, why can't he just go back, go to some little league field and just hit a couple home runs and it'll be fine? <laughs> because my, like, grandmother and my um mom were telling me about it. They are like, you know, like, this guy is coming up and he's probably going to pass his record, but he's on steroids, so we don't see it as real. Um. So and I, they're like, yeah. So he might not have the record anymore, but he'll always like be the one who did it without steroids, the one who like put his time and effort into it. And I was just so confused when they told me that. I was like, okay, he's his record's about to be gone. I knew that much about baseball that like he like he had like the home runs. So she's like, why don't we just like I'll toss some balls to him. He'll run a few home runs. It's fine. <laughs> he'll run like, a few home runs. He'll <laughs> run a few. All right, and then and then today she we were talking about like World Series stuff, and she was like, or no, she goes, um, we can just talk about the World World Cup. No, wait, the World, what's it called? The World is the World Cup. Um, I was like, the is Super the World Bowl Cup? The World Cup. <laughs> no, you know, you go. Is the World Cup? Um, sorry, that's my dad calling me. That was a Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um theme song. That's why I said silence our phones. I did no, Emily. but I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but she goes, is the World Cup, is that Harry Potter? Because <laughs> I realized, I realized when I said it, I was like, the World Cup is definitely not Harry Potter. <laughs> and like, I paid attention to the World Cup. I was like, that sounds Harry Potter-ish. Cause I feel like they have a cup for like Quidditch or whatever. Either way, we're getting off topic. Tangents will kill this. Emily had a crazy day yesterday. How crazy? Like, you know, everyone has like, I don't know. Some people will get like frozen yogurt and they're like, oh my God, my day was crazy. <laughs> or like, you know, like, I don't know, Justin Bieber likes your tweet. You're like, oh my God, my day was insane. Emily literally ha- lives 98% of our like <laughs> fantasies yesterday. And it is on the news because she got something that people haven't gotten since in a while, since a major event happened. So like explain okay. what happened. Yesterday, um, I had the fortune of meeting Beyonce and Jay-Z and Solange. Although I'd seen Solange before, it was the craziest thing because I'm in my great-grandmother's restaurant. I'm a plug, Dookie Chase, uh, my great-grandmother, Leah Chase, inspired uh, Princess Tiana on um, Princess of the Frog. But um, she... Knows, so Solange lives in New Orleans. She knows my great-grandmother. She's come by the restaurant before. And so I'm just chilling in the restaurant. But I've been there for like two hours. And my great-grandmother's being interviewed in there also by this little girl from like a high school. And my aunt comes in and she's like, excuse me, I don't want to interrupt, but you have a special guest that's here to see you. And then Beyonce, I don't see her around the corner. She just (laughs) pops up and just waltzes in the room and... I've never, I don't usually get starstruck, but like audibly, I was like, oh my God. And I grabbed my chest and like my heart started racing. And I was just like, this is 
And then right behind her is Jay-Z. And I'm like, what? Am I being punked? Like, it was, it was. Also, wait, by the way, when this is happening, Emily is literally, like, texting us. We're texting about, like, this podcast, honestly, with our friends. Our fake friends. Either way. (laughs) And then, like, so we're, like, just joking around. And then Emily's, like, Beyonce is here. And, like, what do you mean? Did you plan (laughs) on meeting her? You don't just happen to run into Beyonce. She's, like, no, I had. Beyonce's here. Oh my God, Jay Z's here. They're all here. I literally no, because they they walk in the room and for a second, like they all sit down and I like I'm like Emily, play it cool, like, and I'm sitting there like I'm trying to type and my hands are shaking. And then eventually my grandmother goes and talks to them, and then they're like, she's like, take a picture. So I take the picture, um, and she had originally, and so I take the picture and they were so nice because she was like, oh, she wants to be a sports broadcaster. She wants to you know blah blah blah. And so they're like, oh, congratulations. And, and then my grandmother leaves the room. And for about 30 minutes, it was just me and them sitting in a room alone. I, I text my aunt. And I'm like, do I leave the room? Like, I'm alone in here. Like, I don't know. And she's like, yes, leave the room. And then she texts me. And I'm, so I get my stuff, leave. I go in the back kitchen where my great-grandmother are and some of my family were just hanging out. And we're, like, reliving the moment. And then I figure out that there are paparazzi in the front that have learned about it. And so they were like, they can't go out the front. They have to go out through the back. So I'm like, oh, sweet. I get to see her again. She comes through the back and she's like, oh, thank you so much. It's so nice. And she was so gracious. And the thing is, when she walked in the room and same with Jay-Z, when they walked in the room, you didn't feel like this overpowering presence of like, holy crap, this is who they are. They were such chill like you didn't it was it was crazy i was like this they're just people they were just people and it, it, you never like some celebrities that when they walk in the room you feel like oh my god you're even just regular people and they walk in the room you feel the presence that wasn't it it was just crazy anyway so they leave um jay-z comes around and he's like Haha, i'm gonna give you a hug or however he talks i don't know wait did he give you a hug he gave my grandmother a hug but while he's waiting to do that he turns to me and I don't think they remember like anything because they talked to so many people even it was five minutes ago like I don't think they remember like that I graduated he turns to me he goes hey good luck congrats on graduating that's awesome but I'm all I can say is I wanted to be more like oh my god that's let me talk to you more all I could say was thank you that's so nice of you and I wanted to shoot myself in the face but that was all I could say he looked like he and he just looked so genuine wasn't like a yo I don't really want to talk to like if I had said something more he would have said I was just anyway all I'm saying is, then I posted on Instagram, and the shit blew up. I literally just got, so they posted it on Shade Room, 120,000 likes. I've never gotten, the Bayhive, Beehive just started following me. ABC Houston asked me if they could put all of, put this photo and credit me on all of their platforms, and they just got tagged, or mentioned in it, and then, um, I guess, I guess it, also, it was on NOLA.com, which is the New Orleans, like, official website, like, the AJC or the New York Times, like, obviously the New York Times, but they wrote an article about it. And then the Beehive fans or whatever, they dissected the hell out of the picture, and they were like, Beyonce has braids in, and them bitches are loose, which means she's been in the studio, she's working on something, something's about to come out. And so you heard it here first, <laughs> breaking news from the E&K podcast. Beyonce is working on an album. On an album. You're welcome. Hire me, New York Times. Hire me, TMZ. (laughs) I need it. But I did feel like after after posting that, I felt as if I like exposed Beyonce and her her whereabouts. You know, I felt like violating their privacy almost. 
I think it's because like you were you're not a private account, so you so everyone had access and people like post that everywhere. And if anything, they'll just be like, "Oh, that girl posted the picture." That's just why they don't ask for. That's why they're like, "We're not doing taking pictures when they go to places." They're just like, "We're gonna just." Because people will figure out where they are, what they're doing, and like all that stuff. Oh, I'm gonna I, go to the restaurant today, and I feel like there are gonna be a bunch of people there. Yeah, right. Probably. But let's get into the actual actual show and what we planned on talking about today. Um, like Kyra said, we got Giancarlo here. Um, but before we talk about Giancarlo, we have another MVP to talk about, and that is oh, Joe shoot, Curie. Oh, that transition, though. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? Joe Curie, a.k.a. Steve Harrington from Stranger Things. Um, um, wait, let me preface this. Emily and I are going to do, like, each episode, or, like, every other episode, at least, we're going to have an MVP. Mm-hmm. And today is Emily's MVP. And it is very, very relevant to what's going on right now, because... I forced Emily to watch Stranger Things last week, and Emily has finished the whole series and submerged with a new love interest. Oh, so. oh. I finished that whole—it's pathetic how much <laughs> time it took me to, spend, to finish that whole series. I was—like, I posted a Snapchat the other day. I was like, um, I'm celebrating the first day and two days that I have gotten out of uh, the bed um, <laughs> and put on real clothes because I've otherwise been in pajamas watching Stranger Things. Um, basically watching Stranger Things. Yes. But so your MVP. My MVP is, is right. So I guess within the show, Steve Harrington, um, the Bay of All Bays. Um, he, as Stranger Things watchers know, the first season he was kind of a douchebag. Um, you know, he smashed Jonathan's camera because he took creepy photos, amongst other things. But you know, I will say the first season, and you could tell even everyone, everyone wants to find a bad guy but you could tell he was he had a little bit of like a good guy in him he was always conflicted he wasn't a complete douchebag but he was just sometimes a little too arrogant for his own good and it got the best of him my like favorite part of like the second of the first season was when he like goes to apologize to jonathan which was really nice that he's like about to like be like jonathan i'm sorry not even nancy and then he sees like jonathan and nancy with like a bat and like traps all over the place he's like what's going on yes yes that was so crazy no and 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 i guess i don't want to give any spoilers away but steve harrington in the second season turns it around 180 they call him what do they call him the single mom of oh, single yeah. mom of five kids, the stressed out mom of five kids. They were like <laughs> Steve Harrington went from popular jock with the tubular hair of season one to season two being a stressed out soccer mom taking care of five kids. Yes. And and honestly, I love Steve Harrington great, but let's just talk about the actor himself, Joe Keery. Okay, but really quickly, I have to mention this. I'm like mm-hmm. looking at the rundown and like Emily wrote some of it and <laughs> For Joe Carey, Steve Harrington, there's a little tab, and it said, Emily loved him the entire time because he's hot, all capitals. <laughs> but he was clutch the second season, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I don't really care about the character development that everyone was freaking out about. I just like looking at him, okay? Oh, my God. I just loved, it was just, and Kyra was like, you would be into that kind of guy. You know what? Yes, okay. I would. I would be That's into Steve Harrington. But I would also be into Joe Carey. And this is just another topic for another day, I guess. But you were like... Anyway, we can talk about it another day. But Emily likes like people like Steve Harrington. Emily's dated people like Steve Harrington. Emily's ex boyfriend is Steve Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he listens to this. To this? <laughs> hey, what's up, Steve? That's your new nickname. So like, Emily loves 
good, like, the jockey guy who, like, is, like, you know, chill, whatever, but, like, kind of nice, kind of sensitive, but also can be kind of jerky. It's just Steve Harrington. Emily's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend was Steve Harrington. But the segue is that I don't work well with Steve Harrington's. I've only dated really one person, and other times I've just hung out with Steve Harrington, uh, uh, I guess, mimics. I don't know what the right word is for it. Um, but So you're like wanting to get to a joke here. I want to get to a joke here. is the guy who plays Steve Harrington, who is so opposite of his character. He is. He He's weird. And I think a lot of people think, like Kyra was like, oh, the other day, like I don't understand how you, like you're very awkward and you hide it. But sometimes it can be really freaking weird. Um, I have these fetishes, not fetishes. Ooh, that's the wrong word. I have, um, (laughs) I have have these, uh, interests in things and it's not stuff I would put out in public, you know? And, um, I feel like he is like someone who does put it out in public. You know, he's just weird. Um, he's like, he's just. I might have to describe Joe Curie, and I respect the hell of it. Do I see Emily with this type of person? No, but maybe she was right. Maybe that's, like, what's been going wrong with her in relationships. Um, He is, like, the, like, artsy, like, guy who doesn't give a shit. Like, I feel like everyone in that that cast is just so purely themselves, and they're so comfortable with it, that they're just weird on social media. And he's, like, in a band. He, like, doesn't give a fuck he's chilling he's very purely himself and like he's so not steve harrington in any sense he's way more jonathan than he is steve harrington oh for sure for sure like, that is exactly who he is he's jonathan he's jonathan if jonathan wasn't as insecure because yeah. i feel like he's very secure with himself and like emily loves him <laughs> i know i i really am obsessed with- i also love billy i mean there's a little bit of conflict with our friend group about him that I whether or not billy. he's racist and it I'm not racist. saying I'm not saying I like his character. I said I think he's hot. Okay, okay. I think, I think his think character is also hot plays, too. What? I think the guy who plays Billy is hot. I don't Dacre think Montgomery. Hot. That's his name. I'm gonna name one of my children Dacre because I think that's a really cool name too. But that's a cool name, right? Um, but anyway, but yeah, that show is, it's littered with little hot dudes. Joe Keery, if I ever get you on this podcast, I I will get you on this podcast. Same with Dacre, but first Joe. Um, <laughs> We're going to have a good time, okay? <laughs> what? That sounds so weird. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't know how to say it otherwise, but we're going to have a real, a, real good time. It's going to be a fun time for all. Real, 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 really good time. Um, don't, kidding. You sound so creepy. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway. Okay, but, but the most important thing about this, we should stop talking about the hypothetical situations here. We need to talk about the real things, huh? <laughs> Kyra. I don't know what this transition is. Kyra, what do we do about your players oh, of the gosh. week? Okay. I that was such a weird transition. Like what the, We're gonna figure what, it out, like, guys. You're gonna you're gonna go on this ride with us on how to figure out how to transition between things because it's a struggle, <laughs> but it's gonna it's gonna work at some point. I'm like looking at the rundown and it's like still on Stranger Things. I'm like, that's not real, Emily, it's a show. Anyway. <laughs> Real life, my, I'm going to do my player of the week. And trust me, guys, we'll get to actual sports. We have Giancarlo on. So right now we're just doing the girl talk part. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Uh, I have a dilemma. I found out that it's not as bad as a dilemma as I thought it was. But I was invited to a Thanksgiving party, and I'm super hyped for it. Oh, my God. I need to find the description of this party. It's hilarious. 
Um, I'm hype for it. It's with my friends. They're throwing like a booze giving. And at first I thought it was a friends giving. So I thought it was going to be like a dinnery kind of situation. And then I saw on the list two guys that I was talking to in the previous months were going to be there. And I don't talk to them anymore. And I was just like, I know this sucks. I don't want to sit at a dinner setting with them. That sounds awful. But it's not. It's a party. And like, hopefully I won't see them, even though I saw one of them yesterday. Ugh. Wait, how many people are going to be at this? I don't know. Honestly, like it says 20, I think. Oh, that's a that's an intimate setting. But like, wait, wait, no, it says 30 are going, seven maybes, and 34 invited. So, but you're allowed to bring people, but that is a kind of intimate setting. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, the, it makes for a good story. And it also like, okay, I, I put down here, I was like, how do you handle this? I won't like. Do you either? John Carlos Stanton. Just kidding. Let's not ask him that. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, you know what? We should ask him that because I'm sure he might have had a situation sometime in his, you know, career where two girls are in the same spot. And he was like, "Oh hell, how do I deal with this?" Maybe we'll ask him. We'll see. We should. But ask yeah, no. Him, wait, yeah. Let me like read this like description of this party because I find it hilarious. It says, "Hark the Herald." Turkey says, "Come through to nine four one for a lit boozin' and cruisin'. Oh, Blackout or backout, jungle juice will be provided. Be strong, but other than that, BYOB. Hashtag Mama didn't raise no bitch." <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I I question the people who on Facebook sit there and take time, serious time out of their day to come up with the stupid little punny descriptions of parties. Like, do you have anything else better to do? Okay, don't insult my friends, first of all. I'm sorry. I've been my friends, too. I just don't... I'm just like, no one gives a shit about your description. No, no, fuck that. Fuck what Emily's saying. That brings me the ultimate joy. If you put, like... If your description's fucking clever, I think it's hilarious. No. And, like, I think she's just a clever person. I Honestly, like... Oh, great transition. I love dad jokes. That's how I started talking to this person. So then we started talking and, like, whatever. And it didn't work out, obviously. And that's fine. And, like, we were just, like, literally in the end, we are just kind of like, let's just be friends. Even though, like, that's the most bullshit thing because we're not friends. We don't talk after that. It's really awkward. And I saw him at, like, a bar yesterday. And this might be weird because what if he actually hears this? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I saw him at a bar yesterday and I, like, just really ignored, tried to not see him. And then I feel like he was really trying to do the same. So it was oh. just really awkward. Oh. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to the party. I'm like, should I go? I don't want to see you. Go to the it's party. Really don't don't let some idiot boy ruin it. And also, if this is the one I think you're thinking of, the Israeli dude. No. Oh, the other one. The other one that was. Anyway, since that was, since the part that you're hearing, guys, was just taken out. And if it's not, welcome to your new podcast, The Ball Out with E. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to these two guys for the past, like, two months, and, like, it was very inconsistent. It wasn't really anything. And, um, yeah, so one of them was might, well, might be there, and I do not want to see them, and it's going to be so fucking awkward. Here's my and question. I'll- why can't you, first of all, just ignore them, like, just completely ignore them? Or why don't you just, like, be like, okay, well, this is an opportunity for me to you know, hang out with them again tonight. One of them tonight. So why can't you just nope. pick one? Why? <laughs> why? No, I, I don't. I'm not interested. Um, I don't think that I'm not interested in pursuing that. And also, like, um, I don't know. Like, if anything, like, if I stop talking to someone, I'm always down for being friends. I like friends. Like, I usually go into, like, 
anyone I've ever talked to or like ended up talking to except for like maybe like a few people actually that's a lie but a majority of people that I end up like talking to it's usually because I like want to be friends first so like I'm always down if you don't make it awkward I'm cool with like just being normal going to normal and just chilling it's so fine but like I hate when guys make it awkward and then they make it awkward because they think that you're going to be weird about it and it's like this like projected thing they have on like women being crazy or whatever so they start acting fucking weird and that's just that's what i'm saying making sense i just hate it because i'm like yeah. you're making me feel weird and crazy because you're thinking that i'm going to be weird and crazy and you're acting strange and it's just like if you act normal we will act normal not all girls are crazy like all these guys make it seem they're like oh yeah females they're just so insane they love us so much that they're gonna like yeah, commit no. murder over us it's ha- like got- here's a shout out to all the guys any guy that listens to this whoever thinks that after you stop talking to someone you're it, you're really not that special like i mean like you're cool everyone's cool or whatever but like not every girl is gonna lose their mind over what you have to offer because there's <laughs> so many other fucking people out there there are so many other people out there we're not sweating it guys i swear to god stop acting wild it, you're not you're not a gift to fucking humanity it's okay like literally it's okay and this isn't even just for this one person this is for every person that That's i've had the this truth. interaction with i'm so sick of it and i'm using this podcast to reach out to this Get over it. Chill out. Yeah, you know, she's right. Most of these dudes out here don't even know what they're doing half the time. Exactly. Oh, my God. And they still believe that they are hot shit after that I will, like, lose my mind over. What? Yeah. Like, don't, don't. Or, like, and it's funny. The ones that don't think they're hot shit are the ones that are skilled. Okay? Exactly. No, that's exactly <laughs> it. I'm not even kidding. Like, that theory has not been proven wrong. There are so <laughs> yeah. many people. Like, everyone who's chill, the chill ones are the ones that, like, are so, like, solid. It's the best feeling when you, you you know, had this intimate, you know, time with some person and then you can go back to being friends. Like, I, that's the best feeling ever, I think. I feel like you have that with someone whose name we will not say. I have but that like, with um, most of the – I – they're – Okay, so out of the majority of the people that I've, like, hung out with or whatever, only two of them, I would gladly watch them jump off a bridge. I would just really? watch them fall and be like, well, yeah, that happened. Great. <laughs> the other the other people, I'm like, I'm cool with you. Like, I could ha- sit here and have a conversation. There are some, like, I talk to, like, on a regular basis, and it's no problem. Like, and I've seen them, like, it's chill, no hard feelings. No awkwardness. It's just, I just love that feeling. No, I see, I feel like mine's not the same. And it, it might be just my choice in guys. We really try to talk about, like, who I'm into and, like, the guys I end up talking to. Because I, like, for some reason go for, like, a, if you, like, looked at the guys I've talked to, they're all such a variety of people. They're very different. Like, it's just because I, I don't have any preference in a person. Like, if it's, like, race, like, style, whatever – I, like, don't have a preference. I'm not specific. But I'm just, like, if they're doing what they're doing and they're doing it well, I dig it. Like, if they're, like, kind of geeky but they're, like, really cool about it, I'm into it. If they're jockey and they're Joe cool Keary. about it, I'm into it. What? Joe Keery. Hmm? Joe Keery. 
Oh, yeah. No, like, literally, I would be the person that could date Steve Harrington or date Joe Keery. Like, it's just, like, if you're confident about it. But I think, like, the people I go for are people that are, like, conf- their confidence is, like, a front sometimes. And it's actually just, like, kind of, like, it's fake. And it's, like, kind of, like, actual douchiness. But they're trying to seem confident with it. What I hope is that I go for someone who's, like, a nicer person, like, chiller like actually confident in themselves so they don't have to put on a fake front and like it's just like a very solid kind of guy who could be friends after like friends before and after would be solid that'd be great i want to like if i had like that thing where you're like friends with someone and then you end up like turning that into something that would be like the perfect situation i just don't have that hmm. so like shut the fuck up emily <laughs> <laughs> okay um well i hope that you know you can not feel super awkward tonight and you know what you may come out of this there might be a dude that's there that you're like dang okay and you don't even have to worry about the two of them i hope that that's the case i have such i'm no i'm not gonna worry about them because honestly like i'm gonna be with my friends i'm gonna be chilling with people i haven't seen in a while hopefully kyra figures out her problems but in this next interview this next block we have Giancarlo stanton 2017 hank aaron award winner first marlin to lead the mlb in home runs um, he's also the Marlins all-time home run leader of all time, obviously, because I just said it. Um, and the dude's pretty cool, too. Um, and gonna, he's cute. And he's <laughs> cute, ladies. If you, wanna, if you don't like baseball, he's a cute guy, all right? Um, <laughs> follow him on Instagram. Follow Why him not? on IG. He's, he's funny. He's very funny. Um, he's also pretty candid. But uh, we're going to ask him a few things about his career. We're also going to talk to him about advice on Chico's as a millennial woman. And I want to ask him if he's been on Raya before, because I am obviously never going to get on it. I need to know what it's Um, like Through this podcast, bitch, you better stop with this negative talk. We got it, okay? (laughs) Emily, aren't you on the waiting list for Raya? No, I was on the waiting list for like a month, and then they told me I couldn't get in. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe with this Instagram post, maybe I could get – we'll see. We'll see. But 100%, we will be on Raya. Mark it down a year from now. What is it? November 9th? November 9th of 2018. Bitches, y'all gonna see us on Raya. Watch out, Joe Jonas, <laughs> although you're engaged. I'm still assuming that we're not gonna be in relationships by that time. <laughs> yeah, no, this is not gonna happen. <laughs> we're still gonna be single, but we'll be single on Raya. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, relationships. Maybe that's what... Which one... You know what? I'm not gonna even go into it, but... No, um, what, what, what? I'm curious. No, I mean, it was for another, it was just about, like, if we're going to be in relationships or not. I doubt it, because at this point, um, <laughs> it's not happening. But, uh, yeah, so we have this interview with Giancarlo Stanton. Stay tuned. We have a very special guest here. Um, he is the 2017 Hank Aaron Award winner, the first Marlin to lead the MLB in home runs with 59, and runs better in RBIs, and he's the Marlins all-time home run holder, and he's in the running as the 2017 uh, NL MVP, John Carlos Stanton. Thank you for joining us. No problem. No problem. Glad to be here. Thank you. And also, all of that stuff that Emily said was very, very cool. But more importantly, your birthday was about last week. How was it? Happy birthday. Yes, it was. Thank you. Uh, it was a great time. I, I celebrated this weekend. Um, had a fun party at, at High Sunset. Uh, had all my friends um, come out, and, and it was a good time. We had some cool performances, and, uh, you know, 
So we saw G-Eazy and Wiz Khalifa there. Are y'all friends too? <laughs> yeah, we, we all had a good time. Uh, it, it, was, it was definitely a good night. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I usually travel for my birthday, but uh, it was good to be here because, you know, LA made it nice. Nice, nice. So you're the number one topic right now in uh, the MLB offseason as one of the biggest, if not the biggest free agent right now. Um, mm-hmm. Other than money... Um, what are you looking for in a team as far as city life, weather, you know, the clubhouse vibe? Is there something that you look at as far as, you know, the non-tangible things that you can get out of a team? Well, being a part of any team, you, you, you want to win, you want to get uh, uh, flow and chemistry, um, and uh, uh, the best window. So you want a, a good winning window, and, um, you know, you, you want something to look forward to, for sure. So you're looking at also, you know, what are these guys that you might end up playing with? What are their stats like? And what are they like, you know, talking to other players? What are they like in the clubhouse? Well, you have to be educated. You have to know. And playing um, against all these teams, you know the field going into the, the stadiums and when, how they play on the road and playing there. So, uh, you know, you got to be educated um, on all aspects. Now, Kyra had a question about, you know, there, in addition to, like, the intangibles within the clubhouse, there are other reasons you should go certain places on different teams, Kyra. Yeah, we're definitely not partial. Not, like, we're from Atlanta, and Matt Kemp was recently traded, and everyone loves him here. So just saying, if you're looking for a great place, we would love to have you. Okay, well, I appreciate it. You know, just, uh, <laughs> The other thing is, apparently, SunTrust Park is a launch pad, so you might be able to get to 60 <laughs> home runs this next season if you come to Atlanta. Yeah, I do. I do like SunTrust way better than Turner Field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll say that. So, uh, it's definitely a great place to hit. Now, the other thing was Matt Kemp, when he also was traded there, um, the women, specifically in Atlanta, freaked out. Um, and that's another thing we wanted to get into. Um, do you use, have you heard of Raya, the celebrity dating app? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't use, but, uh, I heard about it. I heard it's pretty good. We definitely wanted to, like, know just insights since you had to get on a list to get on it, so we were just curious. But, if you did ever use it, what would be your, like, go-to pickup line? Or just, like, My pickup line, if I, if I, uh... If I send messages or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I guess I'd have to see. I'd have to see uh, the girl's profile and, and you know, write some slick about one of her photos or something. You know, you gotta have a good. You gotta make them smile. The the first entry, you know. Okay, so if you had to, <laughs> so have you ever used an online dating app? No, no. Uh, I I usually stick to FarmersOnly.com. Oh, <laughs> really now? <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I, don't, I don't like that online stuff. 
Yeah, it can get messy real easily. Yeah, yeah. Now, we also were wondering, so as millennial women right now, um, we have, you know, we both have dabbled in, you know, the online dating scene. And we were wondering, and a lot of the times with these online dating guys, they, you never really know if they're for real or not, if they're for real about, you know, relationship or, you know, trying to do something else. So do you have any advice for how to navigate those waters, even outside of the online dating app? Um, uh, you, you gotta, you gotta be good at, at seeing the signs, you know, whether, when are they trying to hang out, when are they, uh, you know, what, you can't really go on photos or profile because everyone, I feel like everyone's gonna tell you what you want to hear. So, uh, that, that you're gonna have to have some conversations with them, I guess, FaceTime and, and, I don't know, feel them out, but that's, that's the thing about online stuff, you never know. So when you're like looking at a person or talking to someone, what kind of personality traits are you going for? Um, you gotta have a personality. You can't just be uh, beautiful. You know, you gotta be uh, be able to joke around and not not be like talking to talking to a wall. You know, so it has to be a good vibe and um, you know enjoy the company, not just being looked at. Now, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is. You know, San Francisco Giants, those are one of the, you know, teams that are looking at you. And they have, I feel like California in, t- in general, including the Marlins, you guys have exciting teams. And you have teams that, you know, fans, young fans that are already interested in baseball, you know, that they want to follow because they're, you know, flamboyant. They have personality. What do you think baseball is missing right now in order to get fans who already aren't already avid fans right now into the sport? Um, I think the past... The past uh, year or so, it's been a good change. Um, the the WBC helped spark a lot of things, especially in, internationally. Um, and the big home run uh, craze this year, with uh, you know everyone across the league getting more homers and uh, the exciting playoffs. So I think with millennials, um, uh, it's more what, what's going on now, like what you know, very short attention span and. Um, with football with your when you're able to you know be celebratory after a touchdown or after an interception you know and especially in basketball the same thing after a great rebound or three-pointer dunk how they celebrate do you think that should be more accepted in baseball where you know in I guess in baseball right now pimping a home run is seen as disrespectful and you should be looking out because they're going to throw at you yeah I, I think it definitely should I think no reason it should be okay in, in international play and in the playoffs even um, and not during the year so I mean you, you need a happy medium for sure but uh, you know there, there's things that we can do on baseball fields more impressive than you know uh, a, a dunk or whatnot that they can celebrate for and we can't you know otherwise it's frowned upon so I think it needs a good happy medium 
Um, and it would get it would attract more more people to watch. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so the way that the way that uh, the NFL opened that up, I think is a very smart um, idea, and I think it's paying off for them. So you know, you, you let them you let them show the personalities a little bit, and, and you know, get people into it because now kids will be doing those celebrations mm-hmm. and all that. So it, it has the connection to the next generation. So what would be your go-to move if, like, you had the chance to celebrate like you wanted to? <laughs> um, I would need some, I need some cool, like, right after I, I swing for the home or once I get the home plate for sure. I'd have to do a little, a little dance move or, or a little sign uh, for him. So, um, you know, I'll have to implement it either way, perhaps. Speaking of home runs, do you remember your first home run or, like, your first, like, big game that was important to you? Um, my first home run over the fence, uh, uh, I played in all open fields until I was 10, like, you know, Beck Park. Uh, well, I was 10, and I remember I, I didn't hit one my first half of the season, uh, and, I, and I saw some of the older guys doing it, the, the 12 and 13 olds so I was always salty about that. Um, and I finally, I finally hit it. Hit one in my second, uh, the second half of the season, and uh, you know I fell in love with with that ever since, and uh, you know wanted to continue to do it. So I, I, I remember that. I don't remember the situation or you know what team exactly, but I just remember uh, being ten and in the second half of the year. Now you also said that people ask you, you know, how cool is it to hit home runs? You know, you're like, oh, that's awesome, but. What's really important to me also is RBIs, and for listeners who don't know, that means runs batted in. Um, what What about RBIs? You know, other than the obvious, what What about them do you like so much? Well, well, for for guys like me, home runs to to us are normal. You know, to me, hitting the home runs normal because I've done it most of my life, and that's what everyone stamps me as, and everyone has always uh, labeled me with my craft. So. That's normal now. The, the outside things they don't expect as much, you know, like defense or a run better than they always expect the homer. So they, they come hand in hand. But if you got, if you have the most RBIs, that means you're you're uh, a well-rounded hitter as well. Because um, you know when when runners are on base is when it's most important. You know, the bats are most important. So um, you know you got to be a great hitter to to succeed at both times too. Right. Right. Now, before we wrap it up, I just want to say I love your Instagram page. I like how, because I feel like a lot of guys with professional sports, especially baseball, you feel like you can't, you know, show a lot of personality even off the field, whether it's like hanging out with friends. But like in yours, I think it was like, um, it was like, good job at the end of the 2017 season. Now all I'm focused on is tacos and tequila. And I was like, that is so true and so like candid. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, it's tough. It's, it's a it's a tough dynamic, especially during the year. Us playing so many games, it's like, oh, if you if you lose a series, you can't upload this, uh, you know, funny post and blah blah. So I try to switch that up and understand that it's not life and death. And mm-hmm. you know, I work I work hard as hard as I can. So it's no no difference. You gotta stop trying to please everybody. You know that you do things and um, you know if you're good to yourself and be be good to people that you gotta not try to impress and, and you know, uh, make sure everyone uh, doesn't get mad at certain things, so. Right. Well, 
following that actually i was looking through your instagram and i saw one of your posts where it said when your boy makes a lame excuse not to turn up but he has no choice i'm trying to go out this weekend with because i'm coming back to atlanta with emily but she doesn't want to go out so can you please help me explain the pros to her of going out um well you can always have a good time going out you gotta have the right crew so Mm -hmm. so I, i think you two are a good dynamic together um and it just depends where you go. Who would be your go-to crew? My go-to crew? Uh, mm-hmm. It's um, AJ Ramos, Ricky Nolasco, and my buddy Frankie Delgado. We're all here in L.A. Um, and, you know, we always have a good time, whether it's dinner, chilling, going to movies, going out. It's got to be the right formula. Mm-hmm. I actually worked with the Mets this past season, and I was there when, obviously, AJ Ramos got traded. And he, out of all the players, was the nicest dude, the funniest. The way he, like, introduced himself was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. But he's a cool dude. I like him. He's a weirdo. Yeah, he's funny. He's funny. It's always a good time when we're all together. He's hilarious. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Yeah, no problem. And good luck um, figuring out what you're going to do in the offseason. Thank you. I appreciate it. You girls have a good day, and make sure to go out. <laughs> okay, we will. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, bye-bye. That interview was great. Um, so we're going to wrap it up. You know, thanks for joining us on our first-ish podcast. Um, we have, like, a lot coming for you in the next few episodes. We have some really great guests. We got some MLB players coming. We have some NFL players coming. So, yeah. Get ready. But the next person that we're going to have is Omar Benson Miller, who is currently in the show Ballers. On HBO. On HBO with the love of my life, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. He was also in 8 Mile and CSI. So we're so excited to have him on the podcast. He loves baseball, but we also he also has a podcast of his own on Uninterrupted. Um, He does have a podcast of his own. So check him out. But anyway, we're going to, like, finish each podcast off with our version of, like, who's invited to the cookout. If you haven't seen, there's, like, a trend on Twitter where people are, like, Bill Clinton, he's invited to the cookout. It's, like, cool people that you would chill with. Mainly, like, woke white people, but we're inviting everyone to our cookout. Yes. Because, like, um, so we're changing that, and we're doing our version, and it's going to be, who are we inviting to the E&K tailgate? Um... The person I am inviting to the tailgate is, drumroll please, there's no drum roll. Oh, shoot, that was good. <laughs> that was my time. Cardi B, because she is bae. I love mm-hmm. her so much. She will bring the coleslaw. <laughs> she is, she is, you know, when we talk about people are just weird and they want to, she, honestly, we didn't talk about it, but she's freaking weird, but she owns it. And she's she's hilarious with it too. She's so unapologetically herself, yes. which I think is like kind of a theme that I'm getting. That's like what we like. We like Joe Curry because he's unapologetically himself. We don't like. I don't like Bumble because I feel like people aren't themselves. And Cardi B is just very much herself. She doesn't care. She's so funny. She knows she's doing well. She knows she's like a bad bitch, and she knows she's like making bank. And she's just like, you know, I'm doing it. You do your thing. And I respect. You know what I'm it saying? So what she said. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got this. I got this. this <laughs> ice on my lead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Cardi B is dope as hell. This 
Bodak Yellow is the best song. It's the best running song. I'm, I'm on a No Limit. No Limit with G-Eazy. That's my, like, go-to Cardi B song. Really? Oh, my I, God. She's uh, she's dope. I would go to her concert in a second. And she'll be in Atlanta a lot more because she's engaged to the guy from Migos. Offset. Come on, Kyra. Offset. You know his name. I really... I'm so... <laughs> I'm so bad at certain things. I don't know everything. Um, well, you don't. I don't know I everything, know Emily. What do you expect from me? God, I know you think I'm amazing, but calm down. <laughs> go to bed. But yeah, thanks for listening. This is the ball out. Uh, super excited for <laughs> Subscribe and like and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat. And yeah, the ball out with E and K. Adios, amigos. These hoes jogging in place where these hoes on their mouth are these hoes out of shape. Can you stop with all the subs? Bitch, I ain't cherry. If you really want some smoke, you can pull up, you can get it.